Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now, here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing. The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, it, this is the start, it starts 
within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic, to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If, if you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude, when they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they was sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, and on May 23rd, 2000, 
and five. When my deal when 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 my deal was done with uh the beat out in LA, okay, look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September nineteenth I started the Steve Harvey radio network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh woe is me. I said, Oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go, it all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something that happened to them along the way. And don't worry, you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. Uh, this right now currently is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's show is dedicated to people who are trying to improve their situation. This is only for people who are trying to improve your situation. If mm. you're not trying to improve your situation, this ain't the show for you. Ladies Hate and gentlemen, us. on and cracking, Shirley Strong. <laughs> Good morning. This show is for me. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Ooh, this entire show is for me. What's happening, crew? Good morning. Junior boy. Morning, Unc. Need everything in this one. <laughs> Every last one of them. If you Tommy, come on, baby, tell them haters y'all can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, my well, well I can't say stand that. haters, man. Hey, I, hey, I hey, can't. Hey. St- Tommy, you ain't got to send them to hell. They ain't going to heaven with all that mess. <laughs> <laughs> haters make you greater. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Shirley. I just mm-hmm. can't stand it. Motivation, nephew. Huh? I ain't. I ain't even gonna lie though, Tommy. Oh, they get on your nerves though, don't they? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't do anything without them saying something. Why are you doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Who told you to do that? You You think that's a good move? That's what you're going to wear today? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I got it on. sometimes. No, 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 this ain't what I'm going to wear. I actually have it on. (laughs) (laughs) And this little non-voter confidence is not helping me at all. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh, that's your car. I thought you. I thought you had another car. Mm, that's what you're driving. Okay. Damn, that's all you driving. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Wow. But I'm driving though. Yeah. I'm driving. 
Yeah. I thought how say the same yeah. size as Denzel. No, no. Denzel. No. Yeah, yeah. I got news for most people ain't either. Yeah. Yeah. I got news for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's hard to beat Tyler's house, Eddie's house, Oprah house. His list of people, you ain't gonna have a bigger house there. Yeah. But is the house you got? Is it happy when you walk in it? Thank you, man. That's what really matters. And and this is you mentioned Eddie Murphy, Steve. This is all love right here. You guys have got to see Dolomite Is My Name on Netflix, starring the one and only Eddie Murphy. He told me to watch. I ain't had time. You got to check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to show Eddie and the crew some love. Absolutely. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was it good, though, Cheryl? Yeah, it's good. It's good, especially if you're a Dolomite fan. You find out all Mm -hmm. about Dolomite and, you know, what made him Dolomite, where he got it from, why he wanted to be Dolomite, you know, his relationship with his father. It's it's a good movie. Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy Ray Mm -hmm. Moore. Yep, yep, yep. Is it a comedy? Well, you know, when he's on stage, it's a comedy, but it's about his life. So, you know mm-hmm. how people's it, life isn't mm-hmm. funny all the time. Don't so be funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> as funny as I have been, I have had some seriously non-funny moments. Yeah, that's where the comedy came yeah. from, huh? <laughs> yeah. Could have done without it, though. Wasn't trying to be that damn funny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Coming up at 32 after the hour, she is here, ladies and gentlemen. Sister Odell will be in the building right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is here. Our girl, Sister Odell. You hear You hear in the background? Um, she's coming. She's coming. She's she making her way up to the mic. Right I don't know why she isn't at the mic when we announce her, though. Got a hole. You know, she don't move as fast as, as she used to. <laughs> Here she comes. Better be quiet. <laughs> something. Something. What is she saying? Got a hold of me. She waved at me. I know. Come on. And I'm so glad. Does she know we introduced? (laughs) All right, here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Sister Odell. My Lord, they know it's me, sweetie. How's everybody doing this morning? Morning, Sister Odell. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, Carly. Waiting on you. Hey, Sister Odell. How you doing? Good, 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 good. Hey, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Good, good. Hi, boy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good, good morning. That's good. Hey, Shirley. Hello, Sister Odell. Hello. Good, good, good. God bless all of y'all. What's going on today? Well, God bless you too. Yeah, thank you for that blessing. That's very God sweet. Is good. Sister... God is good. Yes, ma'am, he is. You catch well, it any time, don't you? Yes. God, he'll, he'll, he'll get to you any time. <laughs> well, you I, better I hear talk, the ex- Sister Odell. I, I hear the excitement in your voice, Sister Odell. You know, Tomorrow's a big day. Mm-hmm. It's the big day. It's going to be in theaters everywhere, hopefully. What else? What did you talk about, sweetie? Harriet, the movie, comes Girl. out. Girl, I ain't know what you was talking Tomorrow. about. Tomorrow. To me, it's been out. <laughs> Y'all waiting on the movie. He said, to me, it's been out. I was mad. Yeah, I don't Y'all waiting on the movie, huh? It, it's a movie to y'all. It's a memory to me. 
I said, Mr. Sister Odell, you don't mind? You ought to give us one of your memories with Miss Harry. Well, one time, you, me and Harriet was, <laughs> you know, we was we were rolling. We were rolling deep one night, you know. <laughs> and uh, she asked me to make a run with her. You know, now, when she said run, you know, it was cold. Uh-huh. That was cold word. Make a run with me. Me, we were finna go pick up some Negroes. Mm -hmm. yeah, you said cold word, we knew. Yeah. You know, so what we had to do, you know, we had to leave Cleveland and travel down south, Cleveland. pick them up, then come out. Cleveland? Oh. Mm -hmm. yes, so we had went all the oh, way really? far north as we could go. Wasn't nothing but water after that. And yes, one night we went out there and we had picked up eight passengers mm -hmm. on the underground, you know, and we was heading back. Yeah. And one of the men just got scared. He said, Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna have to go back now. He said, "What, Mr. Said, Odell?" He said, "He said, he said, he said, oh, oh, I think I'm gonna have to go back now." And Harry looked at him and said, "What did your punk ass just say?" <laughs> no, she did. And then he said, no, she did. I'm, "I'm scared, Miss Harry. I'm supposed to go back now." And all you heard was, Ch -ch -ch. "She had that 45, you know." Oh, oh, she yeah. cocked it. Uh -huh. She said, "Turn around if you want to." You got one hole in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Miss Harry said to him? Told him just like that, you know, because when we was, you know, when we was on the underground doing the, doing our work, we yes, wasn't trying yes, to be Christians. We were oh. gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> not not, not gangsters. Not OGs. <laughs> no time to be a Christian. <laughs> you know what? Because they used to talk about us, too. We had a cold nickname. You know, because they would say, here come Ho-Ho now. You know, a Ho-Ho was for Harriet and Odell. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to say Ho-Ho, because if you cut it short, that'll get you shot, too. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Bust a cap right in you. Now, here come Ho-Ho. They knew that was short for Harriet and Odell. And that's oh, how we roll. That's one uh, of the memories. Now, that's going to be in the movie. Oh, it Unless they so cut it. it. I was going to oh, ask no. you, is someone going oh, to be oh. playing you in the movie, Harriet? I was mm -hmm. going to ask Because I'm still you living. That. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this movie they is featured just dead people. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up, sister. You can't Bill. cast me because I'm still living, which I ain't uh -huh. going to do is have a ghost of me walking around. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. well, I, can... I got a question for you, too, sister. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, it's off subject. If you were finished talking about Harriet, I'm too, baby. Mm -hmm, oh, ahead. okay. So tomorrow's Halloween, mm -hmm. Sister Odell. You doing something for the kids? Trick or treat? I don't fool that? with that. That's a devil. That's a devil. That's a devil. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts and goblins. Don't nobody do that. Don't come up to my house. Sister come Odell, up to my house like... and holler boo if you want to. <laughs> But so it's, you don't it's get like, nothing for the kids, anything? No kids? Like, we had something at the church. Uh -huh. we, what is the big holiday to who, Shirley? It's a well, big holiday to, to white children. folks. I'm just, yeah. No, <laughs> to kids. All right, sister. Well, really Let's just keep list. it 100. Yeah, yeah. Black people ain't ever needed Halloween. Hell, we live in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. It's Halloween, December, January, June, and all. Boo, yeah, oh, I'm scared. <laughs>
<laughs> Halloween okay. is for white folk. They always want to dress up and make believe something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Why, what we got to dress up and make believe? We got to make believe like we got enough to eat. Then we got to make believe like we got rent money. Then we got to make, make believe, believe like these lights on. Oh, no good hell, where are your lights on? <laughs> we got to make believe like these candles is plenty light. We, ain't been, we don't like make believe. We don't do that. We don't do so that. Halloween okay. is for white folk. So you're okay. not going to dress up or anything? So, what so is I'm going to dress no. up as? The Lord <laughs> says, come as you are. It don't say dress up and be somebody else. <laughs> know your scriptures. <laughs> know your scriptures. Yes, ma'am. do <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> We're doing nothing. We have a something for the kids down up at the church. They didn't come down here. All right, thank you, Sister Odell. We got to get out of here because nephew Tommy is coming up next with Run That Prank Back. Right I'm going to introduce this. your pranks for you, too, uh, Tommy. Thank you, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news and national news, as a horrific California fires rage on, we definitely are praying for our neighbors in Northern and Southern California. Um, wow. Also in entertainment news, uh, take to the skies with Kanye West and James Corden with uh, Airpool Karaoke. Uh, We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? You hit my car. Hold on. Hold on, boy. Oh, that's right. You did say you were going to do that, Sister Odell. I know you heard me, sweetie. Everyone Well, I heard you. Yeah, I did hear you. But you did it anyway? Well, no, I just forgot, Sister Odell. I apologize. Well, I guess if I bring that up, I guess I'm being touchy, too. Then. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> just no, reminding ma'am. you what you said. Well, yes, why did ma'am, you do I it, did. Sir? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> I said why I did it. I forgot. You forgot? You... Yes, ma'am. Well, well, well. Look who's forgetting things. <laughs> Well, mm, didn't I just say away. last break I'm too old to be wasting time? <laughs> well, I guess I ain't the only one. <laughs> Don't sound like you got much time to waste either because she's uh-uh. starting to get forgetful. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Whatever you Alrighty, say, Sister sweet. Odell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies wanna... and gentlemen, without further ado, the king of pranks. The boy's the best at it, and this is the only thing he good at. So pay close attention. <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Sure you want her you to hit my you. car. You <laughs> hit my car. Let's go, Kat. So you waste that and have Raymond noodles all over the place. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Adele. This is she. Do you live in apartment number 78? Uh, that depends on who asking. My name is Herman Wells. I live in building three, apartment 105. Do you live in apartment number 78? What you want with where I live? Look. Ma'am, do you drive a Camry, a Toyota Camry, a light blue one? Yes. All right. Your next door neighbor then told me that you ran into my car. I got a Benz, a black one, a 2005 C240. Now, I got light blue scratches on uh, my... Wait, wait, wait. My neighbor told you what? Your neighbor, uh, matter of fact, his name is uh, Brian Kendall. I you talked mean to... the cross-eyed mother live across the hall? The what? The cross-eyed mother that live across the hall told you what? Man, listen. All I know is he say he live in apartment 80. He live next door to you. You live in a supposedly apartment 78 right here in Cambridge Court Apartments. Now, all I'm saying is he told me your car, is the, which is the light blue car, 
hit my, backed into my car. Now, I ain't trying to create no problem, but somebody got to fix my car. Now, I got light blue scratches on my bands. Uh, last I checked, my light blue camera wasn't the only light blue camera they made. Ma'am, you the only light you the only light blue car in the parking lot. Ain't no even I'm light... the only light blue car in the parking lot right now. I ain't gonna say I've been the only light blue car in the damn parking lot. <sighs> Ma'am, I'm not I'm... <sighs> Look, and I'm in the middle of watching T what can I do for you? What you mean, what can you do for me? You didn't hit my car. I ain't, ain't touched your damn car. Is you got some cameras out in this parking lot that saw me hit your car? No, I don't have no cameras, but at well, least... Well, then, uh, I believe this conversation is over. And I don't give a damn what the cross-eyed man across the hall told you. Look, let me tell you something. You didn't hit my car. Now you going to oh, sit up and act oh, like you ain't... Hold on, hold on, hold on, player. Uh, is you yelling at me? I'm and not yelling at you, but you didn't hit my car. You the I only light... I touched your damn Man, car. you the only man, light blue car in the parking lot. I'm the only light blue car in the parking lot now. And as a matter of fact, my car ain't even in the parking lot. My sister borrowed my car to go to the store. Well, is it possible that your sister is the one that hit my car? No. Nah. What? Okay, is, is your sister, when is she coming back? Maybe she hit my car and didn't tell you she hit my car. No, she ain't hit your car. She ain't hit your car because she would have told me she hit your goddamn car. Look, uh, I said ain't nobody hit your damn car. My car ain't got no damn scratches on it. What you ain't gonna so be doing is sitting here no cussing at me though. Then you I don't give a what kind of scratches you got on your car, but I can't do a damn thing about it. And even if you did, let me just be clear. I ain't got no insurance no way, so I can't do nothing for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something. You it ain't got to tell me You ain't got to tell me a thing. And as far as I'm concerned, this conversation is over. Wait a minute. Let me ask you. Half a hung up. Call her back. Milton, you act like I ain't got You're call gonna pay for these scratches on my car. I got thirty five hundred dollars worth of scratches thing. on my car. And I don't you... give a f about no you had them scratches on your car already. I... And you ain't finna use me as no an excuse to get you no new paint. I ain't had no scratches already on my car. Oh yeah, you I... had them. Oh yeah, you had no, them. No, I did oh, that's not. I'ma tell them insurance adjuster if he come over here. Nah. Because you going to be using your insurance. I already told you I ain't got no. Look, lady, don't make me come over to your apartment number uh, 78. I'm standing in the door. I'm on my way to the door now. I'm standing in the door. Come on. Come on. Look, I got $3,500 worth of scratches on my car that you need to pay for. You're the you only, you're the only light blue. My ain't even worth $3,500. So you already doing better than me. What? 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 Look, I already told you. I'm tired of talking to you. I'm watching TV, and you ain't got shit else to talk to me about. I, I need to talk to you, you about fixing, this car. Lady, I'm not listen. Fixing your car. I got 35. I didn't touch I, your car. My car ain't bumped up against your car. I ain't even parked next to no BMWs lately. It's a Benz. What a C the hell ever? It's a Benz C240, a black. I don't give a damn if it's a, a Benz 777. I can't help you. They don't make a 777. I don't La give a damn. Lady, look, you know what? Can I say something to you? No, you can't say a You know what you can say to me? You can say bye. I just want to say one more thing to you. One more thing. I'm going to give you one more thing. Go ahead on. All I want to say is, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your sister Robin out of D.C. put me oh, up to... Oh, that <laughs> going to make me... You know what? <laughs> I don't even have y'all show. I listen to the show on the internet. And this bitch, it, oh, you wait till I talk to her ass. 
right, Mr. Dale, but listen, before you go, can you tell me, what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy. You knew you didn't run into nobody, I huh? I knew damn well I ain't hit nobody because I be trying to plug my stuff out there, Fox, so won't nobody hit me, you know? Uh, all right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. You hit my Duh. car. Yeah. Yeah, that's huh? what you do right there. Bet you won't do that yes, anymore. Sir. <laughs> you talking about the cross like side blankety blank cross yes. the hall. That's what you're talking about? That's exactly oh, what I'm talking boy. about. Okay. All right. All right, all right. I'm the only blue Mustang out there right now. Camry. Right now. Camry. Camry. Right yeah, now. Camry. Yes. <laughs> November the 12th is the date. <gasps> Surgery that, will take oh, place. Tommy. Yeah. What? You really going to do it, man? Yeah, I'm finna get it out the way, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's been over five years. years. I should have been done it. Oh, goodness. Okay. I can't call my wife in there. All right. Uh, you I know can't. what? We don't have time to delve into this any further than this. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. Jackie, come here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As we reported before, a number of fires have firefighters and California residents They're on edge. Everyone is uh, as the Kincaid and Getty fires continue to rage. Hollywood stars are among the thousands of residents forced to evacuate their homes amid the blaze. Celebrity evacuees include LeBron James, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, more, many of which are taking to social media to share updates. As they seek refuge, the stars are thanking the best firefighters in the world Uh, for putting their lives on the line to protect Californians from the blaze. That is correct right there. Rolling power outages, which have been ordered by Pacific Gas and Electric to reduce the risk of more wildfires, is leaving close to one million people in the dark. Weather conditions aren't expected to improve for at least another couple of days. Strong winds and dry air will continue to fan the flames, and we are definitely praying for our neighbors in California. Uh, It's it's, uh, close to... my son's home had to be evacuated, and um, mm. wow, oh, really, Steve? You know, mm. yeah, he had to get out. It's way too. It's it's just a lot going on, man. But like I tell people all the time, it's property. You can get some more property. Don't stay and try to fight no flames. Those ambers with these winds get out of there. That's they what blow, happens. Man. You have a lot yeah. of sporadic fires because that wind blow them ambers and the roof catch on fire, and a house next to it might not be, but then it blow over. A yeah. block over in that house on fire. And we don't have enough firefighters to fight all this because the containment is so, so much that's ablaze. So please pay, pay attention, very, very close attention to these announcements of evacuation. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Unc. Yeah. You lived in Texas. And you know how we have flood insurance. And I, yeah. that's all I really know about because I, I grew up in Texas. Do they have insurance for stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, 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 they have fire, but you, it's a lot of people are having a real hard time in certain sections collecting on the fire uh, money. Uh, there's people what? suing. Yeah, it's a lot of people suing uh, companies. I can't tell you all the reasons why, but some people are, 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 are very, very slow and being told that they won't receive benefits because you got to, <laughs> excuse me, pay attention to what type of fire 
that it is because they you know insurance companies are tricky man they have loopholes so everybody that so has what, homeowners insurance yeah. right doesn't uh-huh. necessarily get it mm-hmm. like i know a, a partner of mine whose house caught on fire because of the fires but the ambers blew over and his neighbor's house caught on fire which caught his house on fire he was fighting to get the wild nature fire whatever they have i don't really know i've never had a lost a house by fire yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, but not everybody. Wow. That's crazy. It's not automatic it's coverage. Just like mm-hmm. flooding uh, is not always. Yeah. No, it's uh, not. You know, mm-hmm. water damage is not always covered. You've got to really know what type of coverage yeah. you have. Yeah. And, and, and can we just say another shout out to the, the firefighters? Because they yes. do an awesome job. They really, really do. They take a risk, man. man. That's yeah, a they do. Right they do. Yeah. All day, all night. All Yeah, anytime. They're out there. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know. And Steve, that was a good, what you said, because that's a good, it's a good time for everyone to brush up on their insurance policies, to know what they're covered, what they have, whatever part of the country that you live in, mm-hmm. because you got fires on the West Coast, you got hurricanes, tornadoes, Midwest, blizzards, flooding. Yeah. You need to know. What, Whatever you know, natural what disaster it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And to it, what extent. And the fine yeah. print is hurting mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of because people. Because these, these natural disasters so, is so, like the new norm now. Let me, yeah. let me you know, get this right. Yep, yep, that's what uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom was saying. Yeah, this is crazy. One of those flurries can catch his house on fire. If he the house next door... I'm just using that as an example for everybody to know what your coverage is and thoroughly understand and ask questions because it's a lot of people right now that's suing who are homeless. There is a mayor, I wish I could think of him because I just saw him on LA TV the other day. It's a mayor that's still running his business, but he's living in back of his business because his home was burned down in a fire and he's suing the insurance company because they won't pay his benefits wow it's, oh, it's a lot you have to know what you have flooding and water insurance is very very it's it's different tricky mm-hmm. you know and flooding it's in, in addition flood insurance is an addition to what you oh, yeah, already have definitely. with yeah. your property mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's not included like you're saying steve you got to know what you have yeah for sure yeah yeah well you you wouldn't believe the amount of people up. that's in fights with insurance companies thinking they were covered mm-hmm. for a certain type of thing that happened to their home, find out it's not. Yeah. So, you know, you have to pay attention. Yeah. And uh, uh, according to the Chicago Tribune, uh, in a twist on carpool karaoke, Kanye West and his 100-plus member choir sang on his airplane on Monday's The Late Late Show with James Corden. The setup went like this. James Corden's flight back to L.A. was canceled, so he hitched a ride with Kanye. Kanye offered Corden the dreaded middle seat on the plane, but it may well have been the best seat in the house because they were jamming and rocking on the plane. (laughs) Performing Uh Jesus Walks and more. Take a listen to this. To the hustlers, killers, murderers, drug dealers, even the strippers. Jesus walks with them. To the victims of welfare, for we living in hell here. Hell yeah. Jesus walks with them. Now hear he, hear he, want to see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weary. Cause we're the almost nearly extinct. We rappers as role models, we rap, we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features. We're here to turn atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school needs teasers, the way Catholic needed freezes. That's the way I need Jesus. 
Wow. He was kidding, man. <laughs> yes, he was. Kanye told James Corden that uh, following his mental health crisis, he felt like he needed to start a church, and that's what he did. All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about trending sports news, the World Series, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Tommy, Carla, and Junior, congratulations. Uh, well, congratulations. you guys almost had it. You almost had it. I mean, you did well. That ain't well. congratulations, almost had it. That don't, you that did. don't go together. I know, but you did well, though. You did well. well. That, don't, we, not, we lost. Hell, you're, that you're ain't congratulations. About you ain't in Cleveland. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, I was trying to make you <laughs> feel better. What's the Cleveland comparison, though? What's the Cleveland comparison? There is none. <laughs> I mean, you guys got there at least, you know. But we got one, one more, more shot game. now. It one ain't over with. Yeah. yeah, game six was it last night with. of the World Series. Yeah, yeah we lost yeah. that one. But tomorrow, all right, Halloween mm-hmm. night, we finna scare the hell out of them and win this thing, okay? Ooh. This game seven. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we finna do something. Minute Maid Park, Houston, Texas. Let's go. Man, we right yeah. there. I'm nervous. I got a we suggestion right, I can, for I can y'all, Tommy. It. Huh? What's the suggestion, Steve? I got a Come suggestion on. for y'all. What's Why that? don't y'all dress up as champions? I like mm. it. Yes, and mm. claim it. Yes, that works. Mm. <laughs> That's, That's actually not strong. good answer, Steve. Yeah. Now, good what answer. a champion look like? Mm. I don't know. We ain't had one in Cleveland, so I <laughs> can't tell you. So I don't know what Cleveland in the building. <laughs> I, I ain't. Didn't the Indians champions. win one year? Huh? Man, hell no. Oh, in the movie oh, Major League, they did. <laughs> I remember oh, that. A lot, <laughs> in the remember movie. that movie? <laughs> Wild <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, that remember? was with um, uh, Char- uh, Martin Sh- uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. see that. <laughs> Y'all won in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so make believe, though. <laughs> but why Not is he real so life. depressing he, talking he about Cleveland sports? I know, he's so, why, like, why? quiet. It's sad. You got to be dedicated to be a fan in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 2016, LeBron James Here we go. Listen to this. and the Cleveland Cavaliers. We haven't had a championship in Cleveland since 1964. I was seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even here. We, the Cavaliers won't win ever again. <laughs> ever. What about the Browns, Steve? Don't be so down. You seen what's happening to them this year? There's hope with the Browns, right? All our hope went out the window with that loss to uh, New England. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jim Brown. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow, Shirley. You went way well, back, huh? With all that said, pray for us tomorrow. Say. Okay, we yeah, need it. Okay, yeah, for sure. For Tomorrow, sure. H Town, yeah, baby. Minute Maid Park. I'm not come on, Astros. Pray for the baseball game. I'm just gonna be real. Root <laughs> for me. Then. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up at 34 after the hour, Steve Harvey is in Dubai, and uh, he's balling. You know he's balling. He'll tell us about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve Harvey, we all know that you are a world traveler. Where are you now and what is going on? What is this about? Well, what are you doing in Dubai, Steve? I'm in Dubai. I'm actually in another Emirates location called uh, Sharjah. Sharjah. I'm in Sharjah, which is just outside of Dubai for the Sharjah International Book Fair. I uh, was the uh, special guest invited over for that. 
His Highness the Sheikh Sultan of uh, Sharjah invited me over. Education is real big with him and books. And so the book fair is international. It's every major book publisher, Mm -hmm. anything, book, anything to do with books is here in Sharjah this weekend. Over over 2,000 representatives from the book world of business. And so uh, they invited me over as their special guest of your highness, uh, the Sheikh uh, Sultan. And uh, my wife and I are here. And so it, uh, uh, this morning is when it all jumps off uh, this morning. And so right after I get off the air, uh, I go to work. I go to work. See, hey, how, you, how yeah. you get over there? You, did you do Emirates? Yeah, Emirates. No, that's my bucket list, dog. First class Emirates. That's on my list. That's on my list. First well, class Emirates. From L.A. it was about almost a little over 16 hours. And, oh. Um, ah. But you say you love those long, long flights, right, Steve? Man, <laughs> my kids be amazed at me. Dad, you don't you don't need the Wi-Fi code for what? <laughs> My phone is in this compartment over here. I ain't look at my phone. That's when you chill and relax on the long yeah. flights, huh? I watch movies, man. Let me tell you something. I watched on this flight some stuff you would have never thought. First of all, I watched the documentary, I Am Bolt. It's the Usain Bolt story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I really enjoyed okay. that, man. That's a bad boy. When you mm-hmm. really, really look at that documentary to see what all he went through, how in the world do you win Three Olympic goals in the row in the one hundred and the two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. twelve years of the fastest yes. man on the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. man, what he did and the boy. way they train, it ain't like the U.S. They don't have all that in Jamaica. They just bring speed over there. So I watched his documentary. I also watched a documentary on this thing called Bros Bros, which is these two uh, white kids from London who had a boy band I had never heard of. I accidentally started watching it because I couldn't hit the switch, but it was pretty good. Then mm-hmm. I watched the movie, uh, what's that movie, Shirley, about the band Queen? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, um, oh yeah, Bohemian mm-hmm. Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, oh, right. Who was Bohemian? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, can I tell you something? It was good. I was stunned. That was Freddie a Mercury really, was really a bad boy. good movie, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we was a champions. really, really good oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how they came up with all them songs, his life mm-hmm. story. It was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Wow, you saw Bohemian Rhapsody? I'm in shock. <laughs> you up, you up know, here. You got 17 hours. You watch a lot of stuff you yeah. wouldn't regularly watch. So is it true mm-hmm. you you can take a shower on that flight, yeah. Steve? Yeah, yeah, take a shower. Can you? Yeah, all you wow. got to do is order the time wow. you want to take the shower. Told you he was make boy, the shower Bahala. available. It's really nice. It's not like a regular bathroom on a regular airline. They have mm-hmm. those, but not up there in that class. They got showers. I'm talking about the bathroom. You open the door, you ain't got to bend over. You can walk around. The toilet is away from the sink. You know, they got a little dressing area. They got hangers in there. You know, they lay mats out for you. Take a shower. They disinfect the shower after each person. It's mm-hmm. really, really nice flight. Big 27-inch nice. TV. Your doors can shut. So you kind of like in a closed-in cabin, you know, with oh, no wow. top okay. on it. I got you got your own refreshment bar. I'm going to be a spokesperson for this damn airline. I keep flying. Before it's all over. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like that's what yeah. you're doing right wow. now. Yeah. yeah. For no check, so let me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's the weather where you are, Steve? What's the weather like? Hot. 
How hot? I mean, what are we talking about? How hot? Yeah. It's going to be 100 today. Woo! What? 100 All right. today. Wow. Need some sunblock. Yeah. yeah. Need some sunblock. 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 All right. Thank you, Steve. Nephew Tommy is here uh, with today's prank phone call that's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject. Uh, my husband's behavior is bugging me. <laughs> my husband's behavior mm. is bugging me. Uh, but right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Girl Scout cookies. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, my teacher. Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in, uh, I work in building two. You work for Media, right? Yeah, what, what, what's going on? So we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? You have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? So you guys, you guys live together, or or what? Uh, what? What is this your business? Like, what? What's 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 the deal? What's, what's, why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here: What's 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 going on with you and at the job? Uh, I what what do you, what do you mean? What's going on with? You? Like, like, I mean, so, I mean, you, you know, you know, right? I mean, so what? Like, what, what's, what's the deal? What, what, who, who, who are you? Like, who, the, who the are you? Like, what, what, what's the, what, what is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Glenn. I work at Gilda too, you know. And I know. I'm just telling you now. I know you. Got, I know what you and doing. Okay, I know what y'all are doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What? So, so, so what? What? What the? What? What is this about? Like, why? Why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like, who are you? Like, what? What? What is your problem? Like, hey man, hey, 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 calm down, man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right. But I but but I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I like I said, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers, okay? I got your number. I say hey, I want I want to give in the car and you talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave it to you? I, I, I we'll get to that later, okay? We'll get to that later. But let me but let me say this though, I know what's going on with you and to the guy, all right? And I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do though. What what do you want, dude? Like what 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 the do you want? You call me bugging me about and all this bull. Like what do you want? What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't gonna say nothing about what you got going on. I right? that ain't that ain't even I don't even care about that. But here here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you. All right, listen. My little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies, and I want you to buy fifty boxes of them. All right, with via cash app because she gotta have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me, bro? You okay? So you on some blackmail bull? And listen, dude, who the gave you my number? Cause you gonna call me, ask me to buy some cookies, and you you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no time for this. Like, all I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm just saying, I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that no, or not? No, 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 no. You ain't going to call and try to manipulate me into buying, like, you're, you're, you're talking and you're trying to make me buy So I ain't going to do nothing for you. you disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you, like, just trying to manipulate I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down okay, with well, that. Let me, let me ask you, so you, you don't want to buy my cookies, though. So do you want me to call your, your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f away from my girl, man. Like, don't, don't f come near her, okay? You don't call her. You don't come near her. You don't come near me. You just need to get the f out of here. I'm about to start 69 this f figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, cause I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't gonna argue with you. I ain't gonna argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now. And I'm gonna yeah, you call your girl. I'm gonna call your girl and see if she no. wanna buy some cookies. No, 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 no. You ain't calling nobody. You, you just get, you, you get. I swear to God, I'm gonna find out who you are. I'm gonna find out who gave you that number. I'm gonna call you up. Like, you don't, you don't call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey, man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm going to get the right. phone like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call You sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that her name? Man, you're up an individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man, hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker got me to pray phone call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill him. Damn! Oh, I was so shit, bro. Oh god! Listen, listen, so listen, Adrian. We have beeped. We have beeped all the names, so nobody knows the names at all. Okay? You're good, bro. You're good. All right, man. I. Mm, you got me. Oh god! I'm. A, I'm a go. I'm a taking that, man. I. I just used up all my energy. I'm done. <laughs> Oh God! Like, <laughs> hey, what you got? <laughs> I I am gonna f you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every morning. <laughs> Kill me, bro. <laughs> 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 Anybody? What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Which one you want? Man. Thin mints, baby. Them yeah. thin, thin mints. mints and the peanut butter ones. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shortbread. Thin mints and the peanut butter. Right. And the lemonade. Oh, yeah. Those lemonade. lemon ones are good. I forgot uh-huh. about those. Man. Uh-huh. Mm. Pretty much all of them, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I like all of them. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much all yeah. of them. Y'all, y'all ain't throwing none of them away. That's no. evidently, right? Mm-hmm. But you notice they no, sit up at all your favorite th- places when they time to sell. They sit up everywhere you like to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, grocery store, oh, yeah. they right in front of the center. Right in front of the grocery store. You're right. They're smart. Hard and then you, can put you have to get them Girl the Scout cookies, though. Got you got to get them Why? cookies. Why it's you say, precious. Why you say that, Steve? Yeah. Can't keep walking by them little girls, man. You yeah, they... <laughs>
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Steve. Oh, <laughs> and they know you, too. They get you, too. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh. oh, my God, Mommy and Steve Harvey. Get the cookies. <laughs> yeah, you got to buy a case. Oh, dog, I don't, dog, I bought this one little Girl Scout out. Oh, that's, that's so cool. That's Look, good. what, all flavors, all all kinds? I don't care. I ain't finna eat all that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie, were you a Girl Scout? Uh uh-uh. uh, I was never a Girl Scout. Okay. My brother was a Boy Scout, but I was. I early was in uh-uh. the house, Carla. You, you. I was a Girl Scout. <laughs> Carla, I you wasn't at the funeral. You missed the funeral, Carla. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't get to hear how the family just let us know she wasn't coming out the house. No, none of that. Oh, he was bumping. She could have been a Girl Scout. It was just Mm-mm. a question. I was a Girl Scout. Mm-mm. I was just asking. Mm-mm. She Mm-mm. probably she went to charm school. Now she went there. She went to charm school. Definitely. <laughs> she walked with the book on her head. She did all of that. All of that. But outside He's playing with the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, thank you, Tommy. (laughs) Up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband's behavior is bugging me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. All right? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband's behavior is bugging me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a problem that's bugging me. My husband has always been attracted to big butts and a smile, and his girls before me were very ratchet. Recently, he's been telling me that he is taking odd jobs across town for extra money. He's been a carpenter by trade. He is a carpenter by trade and a handyman on the side. I haven't seen any of the extra money. So I got suspicious. I know he likes the company of other women, but I thought that was in his past. Well, one evening when I was lying in bed, I noticed a few black spots on his pillow and along the top of our bed. I suspected further and realized, I inspected further and realized they were bed bugs. I checked my body and uh, I noticed a few marks on my arms, up by my shoulders, and I went to the doctor and found um, out that they were definitely bed bugs but it wasn't a bad case. I called my husband and asked him to come straight home after work because I figured he brought the bugs home. He came home and I noticed he had the same pattern of red spots on his neck, his shoulders, and down both arms. I told him that they were bed bugs and I accused him of bringing them into the house. He told Mm. me they may have come from one of the houses where he did some plumbing work. Mm. I didn't believe him. So the next night I followed him. (laughs) He drove straight to the ghetto, parked his truck, and went inside an apartment without knocking. I knew then that he was spending time with a nasty female, and he must have brought her bed bed bugs home with him. I texted him and told him I was on to him, and he didn't respond. Now he's ignoring me because I've asked him to leave his clothes outside when he comes home. He swears he's just doing a little extra work to make ends meet. I'm tempted to keep snooping because I think he's lying. What should I do? 
This is really bugging me, and I need answers. Please help. Well, I mean, you know, if you're tempted to keep snooping, you know what happens when you snoop. You find stuff. If you think he's lying, Uh if that's what your intuition is telling you, you know you're probably going to find something. Um, But... You know what? I I just I don't like what you've done here, though. I, I think you've made a sweeping generalization about the ghetto. I think it's stereotyping at its worst. Uh, you're saying, you know, just because your husband went to the ghetto to do some work, supposedly he brought home bed bugs and all of that about the nasty female. I, I just don't think you should say that. I, I mean, really, mm-hmm. come on with this one. Uh, it, it, it Who knows? He probably is cheating. You know, since you say he's doing odd jobs, he went to this woman's house. He went in without knocking. So there's some familiarity there. Uh, You haven't seen any money with these so-called odd jobs. So something is going on. It's definitely cause for concern, I'd say. But what what really is a problem for me in all of this are these darn bed bugs. I mean, it's making me itch just reading this letter. You've got to get rid of them to do something to get rid of them. And if you keep snooping and find out that your husband's been cheating, uh, uh, you probably need to get rid of him too. Mm. Steve? Well, you know... (sighs) It's a kind of crazy one. I really don't want to respond to this letter because I really don't care. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I got a problem that's bugging me. That's how she opened the letter. And then at the end of the letter, this is really bugging me, and I need answers. Is you writing jokes? Because <laughs> well, sound to me like you wrote this letter trying to be, uh, uh, you know, clever. Mm. Now you open up your letter telling me how your husband been attracted to big butts and smiles, and all these girls before me was very ratchet. Well, okay, I'm gonna assume that you have <laughs> yeah. a small butt now. That's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to assume that you're bougie. So you're a little booty woman that's bougie. Uh. He like big butt girls that's ratchet. All his girls been up till he got you. Now he done told you he done started taking odd jobs across town for extra money because he's a carpenter and a handyman. But you ain't seen none of the extra money, so I got suspicious. Then you say in the letter that you know he likes the company of other women. Why are y'all married? Mm-hmm. You're married to a man who you said likes big butts and ratchet. You, I'm assuming the way you wrote this letter, have a small butt and it's bougie. Then you said you know he likes the company of other women, meaning other than you. So you're never surprised throughout this letter is what throws me off, you know, but you thought it was in his past. Then you was laying in the bed and noticed some black spots on his pillow and along the top of our bed. I I have never seen a bed bug, but I ain't know they was black spots. You could be on to something. I thought that you could make leech and ticks. I don't know what you got in your bed, but they bed bugs, and you checked your body, and you noticed these marks, and Everything. You went to the doctor. He said they definitely bed bugs, but it wasn't a bad case. What is a what is a 
good case of being <laughs> Two, three. Yeah, how don't you ha- it ain't a bad case. What's a good case yeah. of animals in your bed? <laughs> yeah, because they was just on your neck and shoulders. That's all right. Now, if they was down there by your booty, which yeah, you can't take no bud bikes on your booty, according to your letter, because you have such a small one. Little booty. Little booty. <laughs> All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, my husband's behavior is bugging me. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. My husband's behavior is bugging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This lady got a husband that like big butts and ratchet women. All his women before you was big bootied and ratchet. Now all of a sudden he got you. I'm assuming due to the letter you got a small booty and you're bougie. Well, mm-hmm. then you told us that you know that your husband being a carpenter was trying to make extra money, but he has a thing for other women. He likes the company of other women, but you thought that was in his past. Well, you notice some black spots on his pillow on top of the bed. <laughs> You realize that they was bed bugs. What? Yeah. 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 And then you checked your body and noticed you had some marks on your arms and shoulders. Then you go to some doctor and found out they was bed bugs, but it wasn't a bad case. She's so calm. I know. Yeah, man. She's calm through this whole letter. It wasn't yeah. a bad case. Like I said before, what's a good case <laughs> right. of bed bugs? How many is that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Because, you know, they, you just had them on your neck and shoulders. Mm-hmm. So you're assuming that this is a bad case. You say it wasn't a bad case. So mm-hmm. let's move on. He came home, and, you know, you figured that he brought the bed bugs home. He came home, and you noticed that he had the same pattern of red spots on his neck, his shoulders, and down both his arms. I told him they was bed bugs, and then you accused him of bringing them into the house. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know how they got there, but since you accused him, he told you could be from one of the houses he was working mm. in where he did some plumbing work. Because I don't know about you, but most plumbing ain't by the bed. Mm. Mm. You know, hard to find bed bugs under the sink. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they can be. They can be in furniture, though. I didn't believe yeah. him, so the next night I followed him. He drove straight to the ghetto, parked his truck, and went inside an apartment without knocking. The ghetto? Yeah. I knew then that he was spending time with a nasty female, and he must have brought her bed bugs home with him. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm trying to figure out who this woman is that watches her man go in a door without knocking and don't go in behind him. <laughs> now, I'm assuming something else. <laughs> I'm assuming that, first of all, you have a little butt. I'm assuming that you are bougie. And I'm assuming that you scared. You Is this a black woman writing this letter? Mm. Ghetto? You follow I your man so. to the ghetto. Watch him go in a house. He don't even knock on the door. And you sitting in the truck. What you doing? <laughs> Yeah. You know the hell that would break loose in that house? Mm-hmm. Boy, I said, so anyway, I knew then he was spending time with a nasty female, and he must have brought her bed bugs home with him. 
So now here's what she did. I text him and told him I was on to him, and he didn't respond. Girl, did, didn't you just say he be doing plumbing work? <laughs> now, if he in there plumbing, how is he going to text you while he plumbing? If he piping. If he piping. <laughs> yeah. He in there piping. Yeah. All up under your sink. Fixing, seeing what's wrong. He he piping and plumbing. He ain't got time to text you back. I'm starting to think this is not a black woman in this letter right now. I text him, told him I was on to him, and he didn't respond. Now he ignoring me because I didn't ask him to leave his clothes outside when he come home. Wait, wait a minute, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You watch the man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You watch your man go into the house of what you say is another woman without without knocking, without knocking, mm-hmm. go in the house. You text him. He don't text you back. When he come home, you tell him to leave his clothes outside. Yeah. Leave your clothes outside. You can wear them I clothes. I know, right? They're going to have so many bullet holes in them. <laughs> you, my wife is shooting the bed bugs off of me. He swears he just doing a little extra work to make ends meet. I'm tempted to keep snooping. Oh, yeah, that's what you need to do. Find out some more. <laughs> See if that's the only house he going over to the ghetto to get. Because I think he's lying. What should I do? This is really bugging me, and I need answers. Lady, you done followed him. He drove you to somebody's house. Went in without knocking. Now, this could be an old customer. Maybe somebody left the door open, told him to do the piping while they was at work. What you want to find? See, you don't want to believe nothing. But see, your problem is don't nothing upset you. You got bed bugs. That wasn't bad. He like other women. I thought that was in the past. Uh-huh. He like uh, ratchet women with big behinds. Mm-hmm. I, I got a small booty. And I'm bougie. <laughs> she did not say that in the letter. That's what she might as well say. You drove to the ghetto. <laughs> you stay in the suburb. You down. You all down in the ghetto. Finna get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. All right. Follow him to some more people's houses. That's yeah. <laughs> Listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, this is a serious story, guys. UFC fighter Walt Harris's stepdaughter, Anaya Haley Blanchard, is missing. And he's asking for your help to find her. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Simply delicious, Marcus. I keep telling you, Mom, she should take some cooking lessons from you. All she do is cook pork. I bet we've eaten everything on the pig from the rooter to the tutor. The whole pig, huh? Mm-hmm. Just spinning, huh? Now, Marcus, I hear a girl's office got you with. <laughs> Why don't you reverse it? Don't be with. Whip that Look. Bang, 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 bang. Hey guys, this is this is sad news. Um, actor and comedian John Witherspoon, um, whose first roles were on 1970 shows such as Barnaby Jones and and the Richard Pryor show, also known for his role as Craig's dad in um, in the Friday films, Pops on the Wayne Brothers show, and Gerard's dad in the hit movie Boomerang, uh, has passed away. 
Mr. Witherspoon's family released a statement saying, it is with deepest sorrow that we can confirm our beloved husband and father, Don Witherspoon, um, one of the hardest working men in show business, died today at his home in Sherman Oaks at the age of 77. John Witherspoon, who was born in, uh, in Detroit in 1942, started his career as a stand-up comic and continued to play clubs throughout his life in the 70s. John Witherspoon appeared in Good Times, What's Happening, and The Incredible Hulk, among others. And like I said earlier, he became a regular on The Richard Pryor Show. Years later, he had recurring roles in The Wayne Brothers um, and The Tracy Morgan Show. He also voiced Robert Grandad Freeman in the animated sitcom The Boondocks, which, uh, which wrapped in 2014. However, in May, Witherspoon said the show and his character were set for a revival. Mr. John Witherspoon is survived by his wife, Angela, and two sons, J.D. and Alexander. The family said they were in shock over his death and, and asked for privacy. Um, Mr. Witherspoon used to say, I'm no big deal, but he was a big deal to us, the family said in their statement. Our condolences going out to the family and friends and fans of John Witherspoon. We will miss you, Pops. John Witherspoon, a legend. What's that for? Protection. Protection? Protection from who? Yeah, Smokey. I got to walk Smokey down to his house. Oh, man. Your mother and I never would have moved in this neighborhood if we hadn't known you need a gun to walk down the damn street. You know how it is around here. Oh, no, son. That's not the way it is. You kids today are nothing but punks. Sissified. So quick to pick up a gun. You're scared to take an ass whipping. This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live, you live to fight another day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, tomorrow, Thursday, is Halloween. And uh, when the trick-or-treaters knock on your door, what will you be putting in their bags this year? (laughs) According to data from thecandystore.com, based on 12 years of sales, guess what the best-selling candy in the U.S. is? Reese Oh, wait a minute. Buttercups. Reese Buttercups. Nope. No chocolate involved at all. No chocolate? What? Yeah. The number one but selling the best selling, not the favorite candy or the best tasting, the best selling candy. Best selling. Oh, so that's a difference. That's mm-hmm. different than best selling. Oh, that's got to be candy oh. corn. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you and this candy corn. <laughs> nope, not candy <laughs> corn. Well, you uh, I'll give you a hint. Go ahead. Peppermint. Taste the rainbow. Skittles. 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 Skittles Skittles is the best-selling candy in the U.S. I don't even know if I've ever had Skittles. I think maybe once. They're little hard pieces of candy. Yeah, when I was teen. Colorful. Uh Yeah. Well, that's who eat candy, Junior Kids. (laughs) Well, last time I had Skittles. (laughs) But some people don't like chocolate, so I could see that. I could see Skittles selling like that. All right, now. You don't like chocolate, but you like Skittles. <laughs> All right. So Skittles is the best selling candy in the U.S. That's according to CandyStore.com. All right. Now, what is the favorite candy in the country? Reese's peanut butter. Yes, Steve. Yes. Yes. Yes, Steve. You're right on that one. You're right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is we keep talking about this for. <laughs> so the, is that your favorite Reese's? Hell yeah, Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> and York peppermint patties. Really? Wow, Hell Steve. Yeah. Okay. All right. So according to CandyStore.com, uh, the best-selling Halloween candies: number one is Skittles, number two, Steve, is Reese's cup, number corn three, candy. corn candy. <laughs> it's candy corn <laughs> anyway. Number yeah. three is M and M's. Number four is Snickers. Mm. Number five is Starburst. Here you go, Steve. Number Snickers is fourth. Isn't that surprising? That's too far back. I know. That's my number one. But you're talking about sales, though. Selling. Selling. Best selling candy. People are buying. Yeah. Number six is candy corn, Steve. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Number seven is an old favorite, hot tamales. Hot tamales. Number eight is Toots. I know, I'm but number number eight though is Tootsie Pops. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Number four. Ain't no Hershey's uh, number, Kiss in there nowhere. Wait, hold on. Number number nine is Sour Patch oh, Kids. Sure. Number ten, Tommy. Here you go. Hershey's. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But Sour yeah. Patch Kids is a hit of Hershey's. Yes. Yeah, because that's all my daughter all and her friends yeah. eat. Kids That's all love, they eat is Sour Patch yeah. Kids. Yeah, yep. they, they love those candies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a chocolate yeah. kid from the, from a kid on up. I loved uh-huh. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm chocolate. Yeah. Why so, y'all sound so sad about this I candy, I know, this though? is candy. Because mine ain't where I want it to be. My yeah. Snickers full. Yeah. 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 I wanted anything with sugar in it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't Let's give a damn what it this. was. Yeah. <laughs> but could you mix your sweets though? Like I couldn't eat a candy bar with with a, a soda. I couldn't do that. I don't what? like mixing my sweets. <laughs> one, Shirley, they I went to the store every day to get a Hostess cherry pie and an RC cola. No, that's that too was much. my whole you, put, you couldn't do that. Shirley? Could you uh-uh. put salt on your watermelon, sir? Probably uh, not. No, no, Probably sorry. Not Is that did you a put thing? sugar on your grapefruit? You couldn't do that. You didn't do that either. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I did that if I ever ate grapefruit. Steve, any any condiment, anything. <laughs> yeah. We had to make a sugar in your milk. Everything. <laughs> I done put sugar on two slices of bread, shut it, and ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And be happy. And you shut this candy combo down. (laughs) All right. Coming up, more music, more fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Dave Chappelle received the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor Sunday night at the Kennedy Center in Washington. Mm. Lauren Michaels, John nice. Stewart. Yes, congratulations to him. He's so funny. Tiffany Haddish, John Legend, Bradley Cooper, and Morgan <gasps> Morgan Freeman paid <laughs> tribute to Dave Chappelle I during the ceremony. Wow. Oh my God, I wish I was there. Which uh, it's going to air January 7th Stop. on PBS. I will be watching. Yes. We know that. Um, uh-huh. Oh, God. I'm so excited. But it's Previous... about Dave Chappelle, Shirley, not Morgan. Huh? Not Morgan not Freeman. I want to see Morgan it's Freeman go out there and tell a joke. He could be about... funny, Steve. <clears throat> he normally God, Shirley. Never he seen has it. done more he roles than just God. He did he Joe Clark like... and Lean on Me. Oh, he was hysterical. He was hollering. 
yeah, Shawshank Redemption. Come on now. Oh, He's done that great was movie. so funny. <laughs> oh my God. Do I do I sense oh my a little God. hate? Shawshank Redemption <laughs> and Joe hilarious. Clark <laughs> lean on me. The funniest. Oh my God. Listen, I'm getting smoke offended, crack, guys. <laughs> Tommy, you got him down. Lock the doors, change them. The enemy is hell. That's it. Yes. <laughs> I'm really oh, getting offended, guys. Oh, that was so guys. funny, Shirley. Oh, my God. Morgan Freeman anyway, is hysterical. Morgan Freeman is going to be there to pay tribute to the legend that is Dave Chappelle. So congratulations to Dave Chappelle and to Morgan Freeman. Uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You haters, Morgan Freeman haters. We'll be back right after this. I love you, Morgan. Chappelle. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As we reported before, a number of fires have firefighters and California residents. They're on edge. Everyone is uh, as the Kincaid and Getty fires continue to rage. Hollywood stars are among the thousands of residents forced to evacuate their homes amid the blaze. Celebrity evacuees include LeBron James, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, more, many of which are taking to social media to share updates. As they seek refuge, the stars are thanking the best firefighters in the world. Uh, for putting their lives on the line to protect Californians from the blaze. That is correct right there. Rolling power outages, which have been ordered by Pacific Gas and Electric to reduce the risk of more wildfires, is leaving close to one million people in the dark. Weather conditions aren't expected to improve for at least another couple of days. Strong winds and dry air will continue to fan the flames, and we are definitely praying man, for our neighbors in California. Up, uh, it's yeah. it's uh, close to... Uh, my son's home had to be evacuated, and um, wow, really, Steve? You know, yeah, he had to get out. It's way too. It's it's just a lot going on, man. But like I tell people all the time, it's property. You can get some more property. Don't stay and try to fight no flames. Those ambers with these winds get out of there. That's they what blow, happens. Man. You have a lot yeah. of sporadic fires because that wind blow them ambers and the roof catch on fire, and a house next to it might not be, but then it blow over. A yeah. block over in that house on fire. And we don't have enough firefighters to fight all this because the containment is so, so much that's ablaze. So please pay, pay attention, very, very close attention to these announcements of evacuation. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Aunt. Yeah. You lived in Texas, and you know how we have flood insurance. And I, yeah. that's all I really know about because I, I grew up in Texas. Do they have insurance for stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, 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 they have fire, but you, it's a lot of people are having a real hard time in certain sections collecting on the fire uh, money. Uh, there's people what? suing. Yeah, it's a lot of people suing uh, companies. I can't tell you all the reasons why, but some people are are, are, are very, very slow and being told that they won't receive benefits because you got to, <laughs> excuse me. Pay attention to what type of fire that it is, because they, you know, insurance companies are tricky, man. They have loopholes, so everybody that so has what a homeowner's the insurance, fire. Yeah. right, doesn't uh-huh. necessarily get it. Mm-hmm. Like I know a, a partner of mine whose house caught on fire because of the fires, but the ambers blew over and his neighbor's house caught on fire, which caught his house on fire. He was fighting to get the wild nature fire, whatever they have. I don't really know. I've never had a lost a house by fire. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, but not everybody. Wow. That's crazy. It's not automatic it's coverage. Just like mm-hmm. flooding, uh, is not always yeah. 
No, it's uh, not. You know, mm-hmm. water damage is not always covered. You've got to really know what type of coverage yeah. you have. Yeah. All right, coming up next, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, last break of the day. Take us home with something good. Closing remarks. I want to just talk to you about what it really takes to make it. What it really takes to make it. Now, look, I can... Oh, you know, sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff that, you know, sound like I'm really into public speaking and I know all of what I'm talking about and all this here and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, what people really want is real simple things that they can do to make it. People want to be successful, man. They really do. They don't. They don't want to not know what it's like to be happy, to be free, to be successful. Um, they, they, they want a simpler, how should I put this? They want somebody to explain it to them and simplify it. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, guess what? I don't know if I'm the person that's qualified to make it the simplest, but let me tell you what I do know. If you want to be happy in this life, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to develop a couple of things. Now, here's the thing that I want you to understand. Most people have what it takes to be successful. But if it does not start with the belief that you can be successful, You can never bring out the qualities in you of success. Listen to me again. Everyone has it in them to be successful. But if you don't bring them out, and that starts with the belief. If you don't have the belief that you can be somebody, that you're worthy, that you're qualified, that you're capable. If you don't start with that basic belief, it can never happen. So first things first, in order to be successful and happy in this world, at whatever level you're talking about happiness, success is for you, it has to start with the belief that it is for you. I believe that I should be successful. I believe that God wants me to be prosperous. I believe that he comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. But you got to develop some things, man. And the way to develop them is start with the belief and hang on to the belief so strong that these attributes develop themselves. Resilience. If you believe hard enough that you can be successful, that you can be happy, it will automatically start to cultivate this thing that's in all of us. It's called resilience. All y'all got it. Everybody got it. You are resilient people. All of us are resilient. Hell, if you can survive the projects, you resilient. If you can survive public schools, you resilient. If you can survive walking through gang neighborhoods because you still want an education, you resilient. If you manage to get yourself a high school diploma or a GED, you are resilient. 
And the more belief you have, the more these attributes you can develop. You got to be tough. You know how you get tough? You got to believe that you're tough. You got to believe that you can hang in there when all is against you. That's how you get tough. You get tough because you keep facing the test and you keep passing them. But all of that, you can't pass the test unless you believe you can. Y'all don't hear me. All of you have an inner strength. Listen to me, man. Don't you know even a homeless person has an inner strength? What is it that, uh, that gets a person to live under a bridge or live in a refrigerator box or live in some of these homeless encampments? Do you know what really makes them live there? Because they have an inner strength. It's still some fiber of them that's telling them to hold on. Because if it wasn't, everybody would just get rid of themselves. Everybody would end it. But you know why people don't end it? Because you really do have an inner strength. It takes something to be homeless. All right, everybody can make a mistake, man, and wind yourself up in a situation. But homeless people have an inner strength. They have a toughness. It's tough being homeless, man. They have a resilience. Because for some reason, they just won't give up. And even though we judge them when we're driving by, look at them sitting on that corner just asking for money. They done gave up. No, no. It's another form of giving up. But I'm telling you, even in your darkest moments and your lowest points in your life, you have resilience, toughness, inner strength. I got news for you. It can help develop your faith because if you believe hard enough, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. That simply means that when how you develop faith is really the essence of it is hope. You remember when you was little and you hope you got a bike for Christmas and you went out there one year and the Christmas and, and the bike was under the tree? You remember when you used to hope you'd graduate from high school? You messed around and got a diploma? Do you remember hoping one day you'd get a job and now you're working? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But if you keep hoping hard enough and believe that something can happen, eventually that hope turns into faith. You got to have dreams and visions so big that it dwarfs all your fears. This is how you make it. I hope you got what I'm saying today. All right, drop it, baby. Drop it. <laughs> have a great weekend. Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 